Strange Brew on 8radio.com in association with the Roisin Dove Galway. Hello and welcome to Strange Brew Love Songs number 9 on 8 Radio Goy. If you're not familiar with this, it's uh, a collection of the segments that I do as part of the, sh- the regular show on 8 Radio where I talk to people about songs that they love and uh, generally they talk back to me. Um, so yeah, here's another great one for you. This is, let's see, let's kick it off here. This is the one and only R.M. Hubbard. So I, I hope I'm not being over-familiar now calling it a hobby because the last time we met <laughs> <laughs> was Valentine's Day. It was, yeah. Uh, it was a very romantic evening. Wasn't it? it? Was, there, yeah. I don't think anything says Valentine's Day like R.M. Hubbard and Mogwai. I know. <laughs> <laughs> death, in, death, in the basement of the yeah. Radisson. Oh, fuck, I know. <laughs> I know. We, uh, when, when Mogwai were playing, I went upstairs just to have a peek at all the couples that had booked Valentine's dinners. It was fucking amazing. It was just yeah. the contrast upstairs and downstairs is pretty stark. It was, it? and you could hear it. You know, you, I, I heard Mogwai fierce Satan kicking in. Oh, did you? And the oh. tables were shaking. Amazing. <laughs> no, it was good. So we were talking about context earlier. We won't yes. mention why. But uh, Hobby's back in RM Hubbard is yeah. back in Galway. Uh, because it's the release of Lost in France, the documentary that Niall, uh, Niall McCann made about Chemical Underground Records and regular listeners to Strange Brew, of which I assume everyone who's listening is. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> and you yourself are. Naturally, from, oh, from sunny Glasgow. I, I appreciate the text. Every whatever night it is. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's an excellent, really emotive, heartfelt documentary yeah. made about... Uh, Chemical Underground Records and I know I've talked to, to Paul and Alex and uh, Emma and Niall about it Yeah, and just uh, you know it's like uh, you're, uh, you're looking at that well I'm looking at that then when I watched it and just thinking wow this is such a beautiful uh, representation of what the label was and the fact yeah. that it comes back you know the the, the, the time shifts yeah. and uh, going back to Moran Aye. and no, the fact that everyone's still friends and it just yeah it just seems like it's something really really special and Niall really captured it I, yeah he did and you you know it's, it's weird it's looking looking back at your own life and we we didn't know at the time that what was going to happen you know I don't think uh, at the time you knew what was going on no well nobody does <laughs> nobody does at that age you know but, but it's um, it was it was nice I, I don't think the other guys do it and I certainly don't we, have a, we don't have a tendency to look back an awful lot but it was great. Those that long weekend in Moron that we spent filming was. It was the first time we'd all been together for years and years and years because yeah, we, we all tour all the time, you know. And it's, um, and I think I think now managed to capture the the essence of those friendships really well, and um, I think yeah, I think it's a really brilliant film, which is weird to say when you're one of the people in it, you know. But but I think I think I think he did a great job with it and. Um, I, I, I've watched it once and I watched it just to make sure I didn't look like too much of a dick you know and, uh, uh, but I thought it was great and yeah yeah no it was it's, it's beautiful um, so here's here, so uh, as a regular listener to my show you know this is where I ask you about a song that you love aye I'm, <laughs> do you know what I'm going to go with Happy Man by Sparkle Horse oh my we had Sparkle Horse here oh my god it must be eight nine years ago yeah I put them on a few times in, in Glasgow incredible show yeah Mark what a just a lovely man magical, and stunning, stunning show and that, that if, if there was ever a song that you know that's really spoken to me it's that one so I love that song so play that one but try and play the version of the EP and not the one off the album 
I have them both, so Excellent. it's not going to okay. be a problem. And you've just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, you, you'll come back. You're going to come back and do some uh, of your own solo stuff again. Yeah, yeah. Um, my next. I don't know if this year, but I uh, myself and Aidan Moffat are making an album just now. So I love that guy. <laughs> it's fine. Nobody ever says, "Oh, I love hubby." That's fine. <laughs> I say so it all the time. I, I say it to Aidan Moffat every time I meet him. She does really fuck him off. Do, would you like me to say, oh, "I love hubby"? I love hubby so much. <laughs> um, oh, hubby's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so yeah, we'll come back and do that. Are you doing a? a, a, a is this Moffat and Hub? It's Hub's Moff. Well, well, Hub's Moff. <laughs> God, I quite like that. No, yeah. I think I think it's going to be the very original Aidan Moffat and Aaron Hubbard. I think that's the title yeah, okay, of the project. Yeah, so. Okay, but you know, you <laughs> can always got the you can always got the album. <laughs> Uh, I don't know Hubs Moth Hubs Moth It sounds like a bit too Harry Potter though Doesn't it, it I can't stand that Wizard oh, shit no, So I no, no. Oh, no I don't mind the wizard stuff I just hate Harry Potter I don't like it It's weird though Do you know what I don't like About Harry Potter in particular What's that Is the, is the, is the way that The class structure Is so built into it Like <laughs> even, even the even the You know they play The, the Quidditch thing yeah. But the brooms Like if you have a better broom you're a better Quidditch player so, so it doesn't natural ability doesn't matter it's yeah, how it's expensive w- your broom is what bullshit is that that is absolute bullshit you wouldn't get that yeah. shit with Tolkien I'll tell you no you well I don't like I don't like wizard shit but if you put it in space <laughs> I love space wizard shit but if you put oh, it yeah. if, I don't I don't like um, yeah also J.K. Rowling I think really cool but she was totally against Scottish independence so that gets a thumb down you know screw her like. yeah no no, <laughs> no but, yeah. by this time though by the time this airs you're probably you're probably going to be independent right I would fucking I wish man I wish it's coming it's coming if we screw it this time I am moving to Galway so there you go you heard it here first every cloud (laughs) Hobby thank you very much oh you're welcome mate you're welcome that handshake doesn't come across as well as you might think on radio (laughs) if I had if I had more, more would be laid at your feet. If you could be just a little smile, the dogs on the trail will be dragging you back to jail. I woke up in a horse's stomach one foggy morning. His eyes were crazy And he smashed into the cemetery gates All I want is to be a happy man All I want is to be a happy man I've seen teeth Across the horizon Against the earth There ain't nothing Here but ghosts Feeble rapid dreams And drunken boats I woke up in a horse's stomach One foggy morning His eyes were crazy And he smashed into the cemetery gates
8radio.com, playing the music we like. So I have the pleasure to be uh, sitting here beside one of my favourite people in the world. The, the uh, polymath, let's see, the multi-talented, multidisciplinary comedian, poet, artist, uh, explorer, homeopath to the stars. Uh, the, the list goes on and on, but it's, it could only be the one and only Phil Jupitus. Phil, it, it, a great pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here, Gooey, an absolute joy. Well, I know that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're just about to uh, start one of our regular DJ slots in the yeah. Russian Dove. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's these have, over the over the last few years in in the world of uh, in the world of Irish comedy, uh, uh, <laughs> which 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 is a shifting and ever shifting thing. The one constant has been the the magical post gig glow that we engender with our 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 eclectic musical selection. That is that is one of the few times I will tolerate the, the use of the word eclectic. Because, thank, thank you. Because it is in this case it is very appropriate. Yeah, I, yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like I, I would like you to think of a short attention span toddler on Red Bull. Uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah, just looking for the right toy. It is. It's 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 a funny old night that and we then, do, and then the constant tugging going. Oh, have you heard this? Have you heard this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, you're going to love this track. It's a favourite live thing I've ever done. It's a favourite thing that I've ever done. Just because you you don't stop mithering me, going oh oh oh, listen to this, and it is. It's just brilliant. It is, but it reminds me when I was a kid, and and that's what it was like uh, when I was little. Was going around mates' house and just playing records for each other, just because you knew. That your friends hadn't heard them, and yeah. so you go, "Listen to this," and you put it on, and they'd able to either stare at you with incredulity, or they'd buy it the next yeah, day. Amazing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's yeah. the best bit. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it, it's it's the joy. It's the joy. I don't know what he's drawing over there. It's really good. <laughs> it's the first time we've got a court artist in with us. This is actually official. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your your art, not only the art over the shoulder thing you do, but the the copying of portraits on iPads is a big thing for you now. Yeah, no, I've been doing... Uh, I mean, it's for a couple of years at the Edinburgh Fringe, and it's sort of spread out a bit. I'm going to be doing it when I go on tour in Australia this year, and uh, I've done it in uh, the Lowry in Manchester. Uh, I've been working with the Ulster Gallery as well. And so, it's so explain that to me exactly. Again. Yeah, I just basically... I well, just, not to me, obviously, because I I I, I, I'm very... <laughs> I know exactly you know what's going on. No, I, <laughs> I just kind of... I, uh, when I'm gigging in a town, I contact a gallery, you know, if, if I can find one, and then I just say... I'll come in and I I just copy artworks and just tell people I'm going to be there and I chat with them and and you know 30 40 people turn up and sit and draw with me and you know we just we just it's nice to kind of just vibe with a bunch of interested strangers about art yeah because you did the uh, recent Scottish tour with Billy Bragg as well yeah yeah I did as, I did as court artist yeah I did a kind of uh, that was definitely I mean directly inspired by uh, uh, the clash taking Ray Lowry out on the road with them um before London Calling, yeah, and and it, Ray, Ray completely, he designed the cover, the back, the inner, the sleeve, the inner bags, that was all Lowry, if you've got like an original uh, 79 copy of London Calling, it's totally, it's just, it is Ray, and it's brilliant, he loved Elvis, which is why it looks like the debut Elvis album, that cover, you know, and uh, it's just absolutely, absolutely fascinating. I yeah. have a copy of that, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> as, as do I. It took me a while to track one down. That, that you me, know. Did you did you manage to finish your Buzzcast collection? Um, 
Oh, which what the the, the album the which record? Oh no, it was uh, the uh, uh, do, it, do it yourself, blockheads. do blockheads. it yourself by enduring the blockheads. Yeah, yeah. And there are okay. So th- th- because this is a mo- this is one of those points that that fans disagree on. There is a Dutch collector called Case who reckons there are forty eight different covers for the album Do It Yourself. I have only ever found, and I've been looking online for like twenty years. I've only ever found thirty four different visual covers. But I think what he's doing. Is he's counting different catalogue numbers in different territories. <laughs> so I think that what happened is, is that Stiff Records said, basically, that what they did in the UK was the album Do It Yourself, they did ten different sleeves for it that were just based on old crown wallpaper patterns. And then they told territories around the world what they were doing, and they said, why don't you find, you know, wallpaper companies in your country that are willing to let you have you know patterns to use as a sleeve and you can and you can have them uh, to, to to as a basis for the for the covers and and a load of co- some countries went yeah 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 and i think other countries just went nah can't be bothered <laughs> so i think that the reason he thinks there are 48 because i think the countries that just used the original british sleeves but put their catalog numbers oh, okay. on them so i think it, there are 48 different editions but, but there are actually in terms of the physical cover and the way it looks in fact there are actually 35 because barney bubbles did a proof okay so there's a proof uh, that was on a green sort of wallpaper and you have all 34 of these i've got all 34 of the actual Amazing. covers that went out and i'm and i'm bearing in mind that i'm going to australia and new zealand this year on tour i'm going to try and get some more of the aussie new zealand ones because they're the most difficult to get so when I'm out out there and I'm Australia, I'll probably I'll hopefully get a few of the Aussie ones. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're running late for our DJ. We are. Songs. Yeah. We got to so go downstairs will you, will and DJ you, uh, now. Tell me about a song that you love. A song that I love. Uh, my favourite song. Uh, it's a, an Ian Jury B-side. Um, it's called "You'll See Glimpses." I think it was the B-side of "Reasons to Be Cheerful" Part Three. And because it's very late at night and we've had a couple of pints, I'm not committing to it. But I'm pretty sure it's the B-side <laughs> to "Reasons to Be Cheerful" Part Three. Um, and it is. The Blockheads and Chaz Jankel at their absolute peak, just playing this very beautiful sort of looping jazz soundscape while Ian speaks a lyric and he talks and it's got a great line in it. And it is, it's, it's, it's about everything. It's about vulnerability. It's about kind of mental disintegration. It's about insecurity. It's about disability. It's about uh, love, about fear. He has a great line in it where he says, uh, all I want for my birthday is another birthday. Just, <laughs> just one of these very, very Ian lines. Uh, and it's, and it, and the last line of the song is, this was got out by a friend. So it's, it's the idea that someone is trapped. And it is, it's about that way that art, not only, you know, for, for artists that, that feel the need to make art, I kind of completely understand that, but for him to kind of frame it in terms of someone who is trapped in a situation and that has sent this... It's almost like it's the most like a message in a bottle that he's kind of sent out to the world. And, and bear in mind that he, he uh, went... After he got polio, he was, he was with... He was kind of in some really kind of fairly severe institutions where they they kind of sent disabled kids. And Ian was mentally incredibly adroit. He was just physically, you know, the polio got him and he just physically... But he was with, you know, a lot of uh, the stuff on laughter and do-it-yourself is about the fact that he was was kind of incarcerated with kind of mental people as well. Dance of the Screamers, Hey, Hey, Take Me Away. But um, you'll see glimpses. 
is that optimism at the core of a kind of of being trapped by a situation and it is it's just lovely and his voice man that man's voice i could oh. listen to it i don't know that song so i'm really uh really oh man yeah about this. excellent excellent, excellent stuff cool lovely uh phil a pleasure as always googie a joy my boy <laughs> a joy thank you Oh man, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Oh cool, yeah, yeah. Oh god, no, it is. It's absolutely. It's. Uh, okay, it's. It's. I. I really. I bust it out a lot. What I'm looking forward to is it's. You'll see. They think I'm off my crust as I creep about the gaff. I'm really getting ready to surprise them all Because I'm busy sorting out the problems of the world And when I reveal all, won't they get a crinkly mouth? I've given my all to the task at hand unstintingly And when it's all over, I'll rest on my laurels Here for a moment is a glimpse of my plan All the kids will be happy learning things smell of wild flowers Nobody will whack each other about nasty things All the room in the world They take me for a mug because I smile They think I'm too out of tune to mind being patronised All in all it's been another phase in my chosen career when my secrets are out, they'll bite their silly tongues. All I want for my birthday is another birthday. When skies are blue, we all feel the benefit. Glimpse number two for the listener. Everyone will feel useful in lovely ways. Trees will be firmly rooted in town and country. Illness and despair will be dispensed with. All the room in the world. They ask me if I've had the voices yet. They don't think I know any true answers. It's true that I haven't quite finished yet. When it all comes out in the wash, they'll eat their words. I've got all their names and addresses. Later on, I'll write them each a thank you letter. Before I stop, here's a last glimpse into the general future. Home rule will exist in each home forever. Every living thing will be another friend. This wonderful state of affairs will last for always. This has been got out by a friend. Eightradio.com playing the music we like. Okay, we're definitely recording now. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
So just before we continue, do, while we have this on record, the uh, the labelling and bottling of Joey Dossett charisma was my idea. <laughs> That's right. And I'm, I'm entitled to a percentage of all the profits made from it. I'm I'm never coming back to Ireland without hot sauce, and uh, well, well, I have my you know my people contact your people. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Joey Dossett has just played a phenomenal show at the Roaching Dove after uh, I presume and not quite as phenomenal, but phenomenal in its own right show in Cork and two relatively phenomenal shows in the Sugar Club in Dublin Galway won Galway is on top number one in my heart (laughs) (laughs) so can I ask you a question yeah of Uh, course this is quite personal well for you anything (laughs) how multi-instrumental are you uh, a lot of things. Uh, on the Game Winner EP, I'm playing like 98% of the instruments. Um, I'm not playing the drums um, on them. Uh, I do do have some drums on, uh, you know, on one little thing. But, you know, I play a lot because I, I was a saxophone player. I started as a piano player. I was really into saxophone. I had a jazz phase, you know what I mean? But then, um, yeah, I'm playing all the bass on the record, guitar, all those kinds of things. I played uh, I played clarinet for a while myself. There you go. Yeah. I gave one well, next time. I got to hear that. No, it was pretty awful. I peaked at a school mass where I finished with. Oh. So where do you go from that? Did you please tell me you did that? Yeah, yeah. Just but like that was my peak as a musician because like you can't top that. You you can. You just like retire on top. Yeah. After yeah. So yeah. <sighs> what, what could have been what could have been <laughs> so the Game Winner EP came out last year 2016 it came out in the summertime yeah and the album is all ready to go the album is pretty much ready to go finishing touches right now just sort of like getting it there and I can't wait to get this music out I'm just like dying to release it man and the game people already know songs it's like yeah, they, it's, they see me play the songs and people have been posting them on YouTube so people are like I'm playing songs that aren't released yet and it's mind blowing to come across the pond to Ireland I'm just like these people are deep fans they've just been watching watching videos of songs that aren't released yet and even we even saw tonight people, the amount of people who saw you at the Vulpec shows who just came down just on the strength that's of that right. as well that's right yeah 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 and Vulpec did Game Winner didn't they as a, as a, yes as a, they released yes. that as well exactly yeah they've done a, um, a bunch of my songs and um, oh well I can't say I blame them Joey after tonight well I appreciate <laughs> it I mean it's you know they they're the best they're the best, so it's to be covered by the best is an honor for me. And uh, that drum machine was sounding pretty sick tonight. Oh yeah, well, yeah, I, well I, I couldn't have done. I, <laughs> I couldn't. Have, I couldn't. Have, we had a we had a uh, gear malfunction, uh, and uh, we Big, couldn't have have, uh, have done it without uh, the help of everyone from big ups to Jim Faulkner the electioneer um, Jim wherever you are I owe you several pints my friend thank you and uh, it is more difficult than I thought to find a 0.5 uh, amp 250 volts fuse okay why are we all using different power why can't we just all use the same power why can't power? we all just get along <laughs> exactly so you're going to be coming back to Ireland soon we hope Hopefully in September with Wolfpack. With, and then maybe we'll see. I, they haven't asked me to yet, so if, if you're interested, then maybe you should hit them up and be like, hey, hashtag bring Joey back. And then maybe a solo with the record as well? Uh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. I believe Mark was saying something about a three-piece at some stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love to come back with the band. That'd I think the next time I come back to Ireland, it when I, come, when I tour with Wolfpack, um, those guys will play with me during my set. 
But when I come back and do the next tour in Ireland, I'm gonna bring some bring some dudes. Amazing! I can't I can't even begin to imagine how awesome that's gonna be. Oh, that'd, that'd be great. You had every single person in that room it, figuratively eating out of the pan of your hands. <laughs> well, that's great because I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would you mind telling me about a song that you love? Not one of your own tracks now, but just uh, a song that I love. Well, I don't know if you hear this song in the background, <laughs> but ABC by Jackson Five. It's that song that, you know, a young person could love, an old person could love, anybody could love it, and that's the kind of song for me. You see, that's how easy love can be. That's how easy love can be. I'm not going to ruin it by singing. You and me. That's it. One, two, three, you and me. Excellent. Joey, thank you so much. Hey, it's been my pleasure. Amazing. Thanks to the Roisin Dove Galway. This is Strange Brew on 8radio.com. Okay, recording now. Very high, this is very high tech, as you can tell. <laughs> so, uh, Honeyblood, first, first show in, is this the first show of the tour? 
Yeah, first show. First show in the Irish tour, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. First show in Ireland ever. Yeah. yeah. And where better to do it than the Roaching Dove? Did you enjoy yourselves? We did, did yeah. Well, that was a great gig. It was really excellent. Thank I've you. never seen you live before, and uh, I'm a fan, I have to say. <laughs> and that was brilliant. And the crowd really loved us. Yeah, I've got some good banter with them. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was great. It was good. It's all downhill from here now in Ireland, though. Where you're, you're, you're in Cork tomorrow. Cork and awful. Then Dublin. <laughs> awful. And then awful. Uh, no, I'm only joking because you're doing Cypress Avenue, which is a great venue, and you're playing in the Workman's. Is it in Dublin? I think. But maybe, maybe, yeah. possibly. Wherever, wherever you're playing, it's brilliant. Thanks. <laughs> and the second album came in last year. Yeah, November. Just last year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going well despite the download code fiasco we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's been um, more than we could even ask for, actually. It's really nice when um, the album connects the way it does because you never think it's going to do that. You're always kind of like in your own wee bubble when you write it and then when you record it and then you put it out and you're like, oh gosh, people actually have to listen to it now. <laughs> it's kind of like a happy accident. Yeah that you've tried really hard to make happen but still it always feels like a happy accident when it works out yeah. and, uh, do you still like this I mean the, the two records aren't that different but the second one certainly feels like it's a lot more directioned oh yeah totally yeah. there is more like kind of thought process between, behind it and obviously Kat's playing the drums on it so it's definitely so it wasn't the difficult second album though yeah, it was definitely okay. was definitely <laughs> difficult. I think because there was we had such a small amount of time to write it, and also there was so much kind of like going on with it, um, because we wanted it to be a certain way. Um, there kind of was that sort of second album pressure, but I think once we got the ball rolling, it was all yeah, right. Yeah, once you got into the swing of it. But I guess, yeah, like 50% of the band changed so between <laughs> albums, so it's always going to be a bit like, whoa! And then, but once we got into the swing of it, I think it was yeah. sort of, yeah, it, it was all right. Yeah, it turned out, like, I always thought that we didn't have enough songs to go on it, but it actually turned out that we were, at the end of the day, we were sitting there going, oh, I don't know what should go on. Cutting songs. Cutting yeah. songs out, so that's always the kind of situation you want to be in. Although well, you shouldn't make the wrong choice, obviously. May I interrupt for just one second? Because mm. it's midnight now. So oh. that means it's your birthday, Cash. Oh. Happy birthday! Happy Thank birthday! birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Anyone else who's listening out there, this song is also for you if it's your happy birthday. So. <laughs> A very happy birthday. Thanks. We'll have to get yeah. you some shots. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, shots, <laughs> shots, shots. <laughs> Before this, before this devolves into birthday madness, then would you be able to tell me about a song that not one of your own songs, but a song that Honey Blood Love? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, this is a blast from the past. The yeah. Dandy Warhols. We used to be friends. We were just looking earlier when when you came in. We were looking at the old Leeds and Reading lineups. And mm. yeah, 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 yeah. They were on it. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that where it came yeah, 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 yeah. We were just talking about Dandy Warhols. We're like, man, remember the Dandy Warhols? And then we got into a big conversation about it. Yeah. I, I just think because the minute you said Dandy Warhols, the first song that popped into my head was horse horse shape horse size pills. Yeah. Mm. Great band. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, I saw them at Leeds a long time ago and they didn't know where they were or what they were doing. They were like, <laughs> hey, it's a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. We're like, what? It's like Friday night. <laughs> it was like one of those spinal tap in the Simpsons moments. Good night, Springton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were like, hello, Redding. It's like, we're at Leeds. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that, and that's what the, you're going to end up in the tour. You're going to say hello, Cork and... 
in Dublin. In Dublin. Oh, I yeah, no, I don't want to be uh, there. No, that, that we guy. haven't done it yet, have we? You know the like the American bands who come over to tour Ireland and say it's great to be here in the UK. Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. But that won't be that, that's going to be an issue for American bands touring Scotland in the near future as well. Yeah, right? yeah, I think, yeah, I think it will be. I'm hoping that it will Fingers be. I hope that's going to be an issue. We need to get out of Dodge. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's time. Definitely. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, You're oh, Cole, that's your birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Uh, thank you very much for coming, and you'll come back, of course. Yeah, definitely, Excellent. definitely. Okay, thank you very much, Honeyblood. Radio.com, playing the music we like.
Nor- normally I'd be doing this before a show, so this is a this is a nice luxury to be do it with, without a few drinks mm-hmm. and <laughs> in the cold, lucid light of day. Uh, but I'm st- sitting with uh, Andy Kearns from Therapy, who I first saw live, by my reckoning, about 23, 24 years mm-hmm. ago in the Theatre Royal in Limerick, mm-hmm. which would have made it probably short, sharp, short, short, sharp shock or trouble gum. It was, it was one of those tours. It was 93, 94. I was tell you what, it was 94. And it was the Trouble Gum tour, and with Curb Dog were on the bill as That's well. Right. That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, that was a brilliant night. We were, I still remember that night vividly. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember because that was the because the short short sharp shock EP was such a big one for me yeah. and my friends. I think I still have my original CD copy and my vinyl copy. Oh, fair play, yeah. yeah. But that was that was yeah. I mean, that and Trouble Gum were really big records for us growing up. And, oh, cheers, thank you. And the Curb Dogs, the cur- the early Curb Dog stuff as well, but. Mm. Yeah, I just remember that gig was just mayhem. Yeah. And then the, the next uh, I, the next time I think I saw you was probably around five, six years later in the GPO in Galway. That's right, that was 98. Maybe four, yeah, yeah. That was 98 when we just put out Semi-Attached. That's right. The yeah. single, all that, yeah, yeah. And uh, someone broke their leg at that gig, I remember. They did, yeah. I, I lost a pair of shoes. It was carnage, yeah. It was really, I remember we had a paper called The New Musical Express from the UK. They came over for two dates. And they literally, that was one of the gigs they went to. And there was someone, I, I think I went into the crowd, got my shoes nicked. Yeah, someone that. got their leg broke. Um, I, got a fair ba- I got a fair battering that night yeah. as well. Because <laughs> Kevin, who used, used to own the GPO, is now my business partner yeah, coaching as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, heady times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and still going strong now. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a fair, it's been fairly, it's, it's, it's consistent as well, hasn't mm-hmm. it? It's been... I think we were lucky, the fact that we're such a hard working band back in the day. We made a point of touring everywhere. Yeah. You know, we could have just stopped to Ireland or we could have stopped to Ireland and the UK. But from day one, we, we went to as many places as possible. And it kind of meant that the way the industry's changed and, you know, we're not on as big and powerful labels as we used to be. You know, the band's popularity relies on its fan base and that fan base, we're lucky enough to say, exists worldwide. So we can always go and get gigs all across the world. That's crazy. Uh, it's, it, you know, we always have to work at it. It's, you know, we always have to make sure we get out there, but it's, uh, uh, we enjoy doing it. Yeah, there's worse things to be doing, isn't there? there? Is, yeah. <laughs> and how have you found now, I know you just mentioned there, that the, the wonders of technology that we're dealing with now, uh, you, were, you were saying that a lot of your demos now, you just, do you put them into the phone and then just go back and hash them out properly in the studio? Or is, is, is that changed a lot? The, the, what we used to have to do, uh, well, we all used to live in, you know, we all used to live in Ireland, so we all used to just get together. And then as the years went on, you know, Fife moved to Brighton. Um, I was in Bel- I was in Dublin, Michael was in Belfast, and we would all have to get together and book studio time and book apartments. And then, you know, in the last few years, you know, Michael lives in Larn, I live in Cambridge, Neil, he lives in the East Midlands. So we actually have to book flights and apartments <laughs> and studio times. But then once, uh, you know, once the, the phones came along with uh, recording abilities in them, what we actually do is we send each other MP3s. We do a work on them at home and then we get nine or ten songs and then we go into the studio because we actually have ideas that we need yeah. to work on. So it has actually cut out and saved us an awful lot of money. Um, and it's, it's a good way of working. You know, I don't, we haven't got to the point yet. There's a lot of young kids there that we know that our producer record producers have worked with that do everything so quickly you know on their laptops and um we don't really do that we're still quite old school in the fact we like to get in a room together yeah but um it's certainly for all the kind of rehearsals and all the prep and the makes, all that makes it a lot easier for yeah. us yeah fantastic 
And uh, yeah, really, how is this? Uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued because I've heard great things about the Dublin and the Limerick shows. Mm. And I'm really intrigued about how therapy does an acoustic gig. To be honest, it, it's, uh, there are, you know, there are some songs because of the nature of the band and the nature of music we play, some songs that really don't translate acoustically. So we've picked ones that, that work, you know, the melodies carry through or, you know, the, the sound of it works really well. And half of the show is really about the banter and the storytelling. You know, we tell things about where we were in the studio when it happened, funny stories that have happened in gigs, things that have happened the last time we were in that town. So it's a lot more intimate and it's, it's a bit of good crack, really. You know, it's... Um, it's not as, you know, if we go there with like 25,000 watts volume, it can be a, a body blower, a bit more cerebral. I think this is more, uh, a bit more, a bit more like a sort of an evening with. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's <laughs> yeah. a big trend of that at the moment. Yeah, like an yeah. That's, a, that's great. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I haven't peaked at the track list yet, but I'm sure, okay. I'm sure <laughs> I won't be disappointed. But will you, uh, will you tell me about a song that you love? Uh, probably the the one song that I love that got me into being a musician is probably by the Buzzcocks and it's ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have and that was I mean I always liked music as a kid I remember um, I got my dad to buy me Blockbuster by the suite when I was seven because I heard it and I remember I liked Electric Light Orchestra my mum used to love Shirley Bassey so I used to listen to Goldfinger and, and stuff like that but the first record I bought with my own money when I was about 11 was ever fallen in love with the Buzzcocks because I remember hearing it on Radio 1 one morning and I said that was the Buzzcocks. Now I'd remember there's a, a couple of punk lads in our school uh, that were four or five years older than me that were into like the New York Dolls and the Pistols and the Clash. And they had, and I'd sort of thought at the time, I'd never heard the Pistols, I thought punk music was meant to be really aggressive, yeah. you know. And I thought, well, this lot's meant to be punk. So there was a punk in our school called John Gray who was older than me. And I'd seen the Buzzcocks written on his bag, and I said, are they a punk band? He said, yeah, they're a punk band, but they're like, they're romantic, they're poetic. And I bought the single, and I have the artwork of the single tattooed in my right. arm as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I think it's what, uh, the reason why we did an album like Trouble Gum, you know, because there was, there was melody in that record, yeah. which took a lot of people by surprise. Fans of Baby Teeth and Pleasure Death said, well, you know, where's this, this sort of melodic punk melody come from with this album but it was because of love of the Buzzcocks and bands like that amazing because I had the I had the Buzzcocks here last year oh wow and it was it was just incredible like yeah. it could have been 30 years ago the, the energy yeah. stage and the performance and they haven't lost it at oh all. wow it's just yeah, yeah it's been, New York Dolls played there as well as, really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was great uh, thank you very much and very really looking forward to the show thank you cheers <laughs>
Radio.com, playing the music we like. Uh, St. Keelan has just released your brand new EP. Yeah. Is this, does it count as a, is it a debut St. Keelan EP? It's not really your debut EP though, is it? Because you've been releasing music for... Yeah, I've been playing with a band called The Shaker Him for like seven or eight years and we've done two albums. It's, the, it's a debut, it's a, me kind of finding a, a little bit of my feet, so I guess Did it's a debut. Did you release stuff as Keelan Sherlock? Oh, the single off this yeah. EP, which is I'll Be A Fool For You, came out. And I was, yeah, I was Keelan Sherlock. I really just hadn't really thought about what way... I just want. I had recorded music and thought I need to put it out some, sometime soon. You know, you get that kind of like I need to do this immediately. And so this was like I, I put it out and then realized, oh, I should really think about this more and, like, <laughs> and have a, a name for myself. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, are you touring? You're going to be seeing some dates. Uh, yeah, I've to Galway. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have some things for the summer, like I'm doing another Love Story and Clamell Junction Festival and Cork Midsummer, like all kind of nice festivals. I've done that. I've done the, that thing of doing, you know, the, the kind of the the shitty slot at festivals <laughs> with the Shaker Room so many times. Yeah. yeah, and you're like carrying your gear cast. And so this time I was like, I'm starting again. I don't want to do the starting again slot. So I, I kind of wanted to do the nicer you know not nicer but like the nicer in the way that you get to the stage like Electro Picnic I've done those things where it's like it's such a long walk <laughs> and you're just sweating and the gig's not even that good at the end of it because you're just so tired you're so. playing in a bush somewhere yeah yeah exactly and there's like four people there so this time I was like can I play the nice things the things I've heard a lot about or things I've been to in the past I've never been to another love story I believe it's amazing I've, that's the one out of the three that I'm playing this summer that I really have just heard stuff about and, and, and heard really nice things about it's a nice lineup, nice vibe I believe yeah and it's small again like that's my main thing is like make I, if anything I'm learning now it's make life kind of easy for yourself <laughs> um, yeah and the EP is The Faraway Field isn't that right? Uh, it's called The Faraway it's a kind of a, a a reference to this Georgia O'Keeffe thing I went to London to see an exhibition of hers and she has this thing and it was exactly what I was writing all the songs about was like deciding to go or not to go somewhere and so I called it I, I ripped off Georgia O'Keeffe because she's I'm sure yeah. she won't mind. Yeah, she won't mind. She's She'd be cool about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't be. That would ruin her image <laughs> to not be cool about it. Okay, so uh, why don't you why don't you tell me about a song that you love that's not one of your own songs? Okay, um, this is kind of like I feel like this is a bit of an obvious choice, but like the thing that I'm really into right now is this Maggie Rogers girl. Yeah. Um, I saw her do that Pharrell thing, and then I really I sort sort of didn't expect the EP to be that good, but there's a song on it called Alaska that's. I keep having it on repeat Great. and even my housemates are like oh not that girl again <laughs> like it's good listen it's listen so that's the thing I'm like really into at the moment excellent yeah okay thank you very much Kim. thank you very much there, nice and easy yeah. I was walking through icy streams that took my breath away
8radio.com, playing the music we like. No. You're not going to tell me the question. I know. You know the question. You know the question. Uh, Le Boom are just like, we're really on the clock here because we're just about to go on stage. Yeah. But uh, last year, your song, uh, What We Do, uh, regular listeners to the show will know how much I loved it, but it absolutely was one of my favourite songs of last year. And I didn't do that. I didn't do that. One of my favourite Irish songs of last year because I hate when people say that. Yeah. Because obviously it shouldn't be that, but uh, what an incredible track! And the new mix and Fairbanks remix of oh, it, man, yeah, like the the, yeah, the four minute and the tempo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, absolutely one of my favorite songs of last year, and uh, I, I'm really excited because I've never seen you live. And uh, we're excited uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. And I can't, we're gonna have new music soon. I hope. Yeah, yeah uh, hopefully August. Is that's mm, kind yeah. of the deadline we're giving ourselves? So definitely August. We've got like loads of shit coming. Uh, but, uh, oh, it's okay. Yeah. I say shit all the time. Ah, it's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can say you can say other bad words as well. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. So basically, save me, save me. <laughs> I'm falling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got some new new songs coming in August, and yeah, we're excited about that. And hopefully, you'll play the Strange Brew Summer Shindig, and you know, yeah, why not? Makes sense. <laughs> there it is on tape. Uh, so now, really quickly, because you know how this works, I hope. So tell me about a song that you love. Ooh, song I'm listening to most at the moment, just right now, is Girls by Mix of Fairbanks. <gasps> I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, amazing, nice. isn't it? Yeah, we it's both. unbelievable. And they're from Kildare, like. From Kildare, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still alright. Is that, is that, it's not really the Midlands, is it? Oh, I don't know. We're, we're pretty Midlands ourselves. We're kind of from Mead, so we can't really, you know. Uh, it's it's not that I have anything particularly against the Midlands. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, because... They just did, like you said, the remix of your track. Yeah, but not, as you said, like, it's not just, like, because they're Irish or because they're people who work Yeah, no, they're amazing. They're actually on their own. Their stuff is just, like... Yeah, they're on the, the, like, proper another level stuff. Mm. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. Every, everything they seem to do now... Because the Girls is their first original track. Mm. But all their disco edits, it's like they yeah, just turn shit to gold. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't mean shit, because uh, some of the tracks yeah, is good yeah. to start off with. Yeah, no, they're great. I mean, really nice guys too. Like, I was really intimidated the first time I met them. And then, but just the really sound. And uh, they were like, yeah, let's do Was it. that a Midlands thing? Did you... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, sizing <laughs> them up, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from Kildare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Proper Midlands. No, I, I, you're proper Midlands, though, right? Oh. Yeah, I guess. We're not going to get into this, like, territory. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Like, I, I, I'm sorry I said anything <laughs> bad. I said anything bad. My wife is from East Galway, but she's as far East Galway as you can get while still being in Galway. Oh, okay. So she doesn't like when I refer to where she lives as the Midlands, even though it is. Okay. Uh, I don't think she listens to my radio show, so I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. uh, I can't wait to hear new music. and I, It's my first time seeing you live. And I'm super oh, excited. I, this is genuinely like a fanboy moment for me oh, because yeah. uh, that was that was my like absolutely my top favorite uh, songs last year. Oh man, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much. I hope everything is, is the new stuff going to be good because expectations <laughs> are expectations are really really high. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Don't good. screw me on this. <laughs> no pressure. The boom. Okay. Thank you very Cheers, much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. It's all right. Wasn't it? That was great. Yeah.